0: Okay, so
1: do you know what it's like to leave your home city, go to a large city,
0: and realize wow, this is where all the pretty people were hiding? (laughs) I've gone from a my home city is a small city And I moved to a big city And uh, it Depends on what you define as Good looking people Okay let me ask it
1: a different way Sure You ever go to another high school When you were in high school And said oh this is where all the pretty girls are mm, I don't think I've actually had
0: that thought Anytime
1: You never went to a different high school and was like dang the girls here are bad. I've gone to
0: different cities And felt that way yeah but not like, I don't think I've gone to like high schools and felt like they were way more, they were way better looking than. Really? Mm-hmm. Man,
1: I've been to different churches and I'll be like, oh, this is where, they, <laughs> this is where it was. They be praying real good over you. <laughs> right. uh, welcome to the Man on the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the Man on the Internet podcast. My name is Kermit Johnson. My not- name is Sue Neal. Right there, it's Neal. Sue Neal. I thought one time I asked you if it's Sunil or is it Sunil.
0: I don't really know. Damn it. I don't really, like, it's kind of funny because when I think about how to pronounce my name, I really don't know. Because I'm not the type that really cares. How's your mother say it? Sunil.
1: Okay, it's Sunil. <laughs> uh, Sam is building a Dutch Bros somewhere. Wow. And Sabal, I miss Sam. He's
0: he's missed out on a couple. Our, yeah. A lot of our episodes.
1: Yes, he has a lot of uh, body pain. <laughs> no, he does
0: <laughs> Oh, that's why he's been missing it? Yeah, and then he's oh, like okay.
1: all in school, and then Got he's helping you. his girlfriend right. make his, the movie. Everybody go watch the movie when it comes out. Uh, and
0: smiles is at the border. Yeah, he needs to be there, because it's getting crazy. Is it really? I heard that it was all, they were blocking it up. They're supposed to, they're, uh, what's it called? Um, projecting that two million Immigrants come across the border this year illegally. I thought it
1: was two years from last year to this year.
0: No, no. That's how many are supposed to come in projecting this year based off the trends. So what about last year? I don't know the exact number from last year. I just know that this year, that's the number that they're projecting. That is highly unsustainable. Yeah.
1: Um, But that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're talking about dating in 2021.
0: Let's do it. 2021 okay. or 2022? Oh, shoot. You know, I keep forgetting what year we're in. <laughs> I honestly do. I, I don't know how to do. pronounce
1: my name. You don't know what year it is. I keep forgetting what year it is. The fact that we are in the last stages of 2022 right, kind of blows my mind. And we're still calling it 2021. That's what's wild. Yeah. I mean, 2021 was a, a, a blur. It just like, yeah. I was so attractive in uh, three <laughs> months of 2021. I don't I guess maybe I'm just stuck in that year. Um <laughs> But question for you, is yeah. dating with all these dating resources, Tinder and Hinger and Bumbler and and all these things, is it easier today than it was maybe when you were like 21?
0: I hate this answer, but I'm going to say yes and no. Mm, give it to me. So, a yes, I think that there's a lot more access to... People that I'm gonna meet that I wouldn't have been able to meet. I did not expect that p word. P that p, p word. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Women. Okay. For me, it's women. But I
1: thought you were gonna say more access to, p. and then I thought I gonna <laughs> <do something. laughs> the when power of uh, the. Oh, no, okay. mm-hmm. Um,
0: but no, there. Uh, I, I there's more access to women that I wouldn't have had access to previously, as far as at least introduction and start a conversation kind of thing right however back in 2021 i think it was or back when i was 21 it's easier to get to know people Mm -hmm. on a deeper level deeper level on a more uh you know more like organic level Mm -hmm. i would say as well whereas uh social media dating or dating apps and stuff like that it's very like Structured in a certain way, like because at the end of the day, everybody's there for the same reason. Like it's specifically a dating app, right? Mm, Whereas you meet. I'm going to disagree. Well, quote unquote, supposed to be right. Okay, what I'm saying, like whereas you could meet somebody out when you're 21 and just like kick it, be friends, all this kind of stuff, and then it can evolve to something, or you know, just things happen in a different route. I would say where it's harder though here. At least for me, and it could be age-wise. As I get older and dating, it's harder to find people who are uh, available emotionally or not like are like healthy enough to be in a relationship. Because I think people have gone through so much trauma or been in so many different relationships and trying to figure out, you know, who they need to be, what they're looking for, things like that. So I think that makes it more difficult. I don't know if that's. The apps, or that's just my age,
1: um, or the city. Mm, <laughs> that, that, that does play a role, right? Uh, dating in Los Angeles, New York, Miami—I can't imagine—is can, a simple thing because it is a—it's a dog eat dog world right. out here, especially
0: and, LA, where it's like. Status over substance a lot of times.
1: That's true. That's why I really don't like attractive people.
0: (laughs) Well, you must hate me. No, just kidding.
1: I don't have any mirrors, Miles. (laughs) (laughs) I kid, I'm ugly, man. (laughs) Um, So, yes. and, And it's actually kind of becoming kind of weird for me. So I remember in... 2013 14 15 um yes my friends were in their early to mid 20s right and nobody's having babies nobody's getting married um the rest of the country was on that wave like so let's say like my friends back at home in Florida were getting married we're mm-hmm. having kids at like 25 26 they put the club days behind them in LA that didn't quite happen mm-hmm now, though, the 30 to 38 range age group.
0: Thanks for having me in there. Appreciate you.
1: It's Yeah, it's there. It, it It's there in L.A. because you're still... It's there in L.A., Miami, Austin, and New York. Because 40 years old is still... Well, I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to do with my life.
0: Right. Because everything's so damn expensive.
1: Expensive. And aspirational and you want so much and it's extraordinarily difficult to get so the only thing you have is time Mm -hmm. it's the only thing you have so can a 30 and a 40 year year old get along here in LA yes in fact they're probably on the same level because they both think okay in the next 10 years this is what I want I want to be like wildly successful blah 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 blah
0: Mm, I'd have to push back on that.
1: You can, yeah. But I also have a lot of like, up to let's call it forty-five-year-old friends that I, that I can talk to, and they're not like, "You're just a little boy."
0: Well, I, friends and dating, I think, is different, though.
1: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, um,
0: I thought you meant. I thought we were talking about dating. Sorry. No,
1: no, 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 no. Uh, I'm just kind of talking about, about culture. I'm going to bring it back. Okay. But I'm saying. The the culture makes dating difficult, where somebody my age and a forty year old can have a sim- have similar experiences with women, right? Because the culture is aspirational, expensive, difficult, and a, and a and a wild journey, and we sacrifice a lot to get there. And parts of what we sacrifice is
0: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Go on the
1: same date with the same type of person. Mm-hmm.
0: That would be an interesting, uh, what's it called, experiment.
1: Right? Like, I'm 31. Mm-hmm. You're 38. Right. We could both date a 31 32 year old person mm-hmm. and go on the same type of date and probably have a similar conversation right where I think in other parts of the country that does not quite exist it's not the
0: same thing possibly possibly um, I do think that a, I, I've noticed that just from speaking to you know women on these dating apps and, and things like that come like especially transplants that didn't grow up in L.A., notice that it's a lot different in L.A. than... Dating in L.A. than it is, you know, other places. What makes it... What's so different? Hollywood. Like, a lot of people are coming out here for the... To become famous, to become, you know, something other than what they are. And a a lot of times, it conditions people um, to like i say uh, go after status over substance right
1: break yeah. that down into more actionable items
0: so for example or whatever what um like i i don't think in i don't think many people that maybe are dating in south carolina are having women ask them hey can you pay for me to get my hair done before a first date but in los mm-hmm. angeles that happens all the time, where women are asking you to cash up their money, pay for their eyebrows, pay for their hair to get done, so that they could look a certain way the first time you meet them.
1: Okay, this never happened to me. Okay, but I think you mentioned that before, yeah. right?
0: And I, i've I've seen that <laughs> That's a lot. Crazy, yeah. I've <laughs> That's se- crazy. I, I've had multiple friends have similar situations. And I've had girls that I've talked to that have that know of women that do that as well, that get on dating apps just to get free meals.
1: Okay, I know that. happens. Yeah. I done. I done made a lot of ladies fat.
0: Yeah. So what I'm saying (laughs) is I don't know if that's the same mentality as other states, because, you know, when I go to the Midwest, it's a lot more of a genuine type person that you're meeting here Mm -hmm. there. People know their neighbors. People know this. People know that. Whereas, like, in L.A., I probably, other than my, I don't know anything about my next-door neighbors, to be honest. Mm -hmm. They never knock on my door to ask anything. When I see them out, I try to talk to them, and they're just like, eh. You know, like, so. Is it because it's scary? It's scary out here? I don't know. I think it's just the culture where people just are very to themselves. It's, I, I I don't think giving detailed information about yourself is a big thing here. I think it's like you wanna you wanna be able to show just what you want to show, right? You curate how, how people know about you. You create what people know about you out here.
1: It's funny. I um, I have a friend who uh, got married for the second time. Okay, and I said, and and he lives in a small, uh, rural community in a whole other southern state, and it made me think. Damn, he got married two times before I could get in a relationship that lasts longer than three to six months. (laughs) And I said, How does that happen where I'm a situational, situationship expert, but locking something into a real relationship becomes. Almost impossible.
0: Depends. You did say he got married for the second time. Yeah. So.
1: I mean, we we all know the first one. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. Like,
0: I don't think that is going to be your situation. Mm -hmm. Right. So Mm -hmm. that's why it's so hard for you to get into something because you have like a 22 step process that they have to. I added added a couple. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I think you, your character and what you're looking for because of stuff that's happened in your past as far as not just you but your family and all that kind of stuff I think you look at relationships in a different way and it's very meaningful for you so there's a high level of importance that you put in that I think some people that might not have the moral compass or the moral strength that you have are willing to forego just to say that they're in a relationship like I know a lot of people that are always in relationships but they cheat all the time that's not something that I would do so Mm. I'm not going to be in a relationship and then, you know, have like side pieces because I'm, I'm, I'm unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. I would rather take my time to find somebody that fulfills all of that or that I can at least like trust and communicate with in a way to fill in those holes rather than just like cheat or do something that would be beneath my moral, my morals.
1: Why do you not have a 22 step process?
0: I do. I do. Actually you rubbed off quite a bit Through this podcast on what I look for And stuff like that my, But it took me more time to understand That that was important mm. Because I, my level of maturity was different Or what I thought was important Ended up not being important Or I needed to work on myself To a certain point To be valuable enough To be in a healthy successful relationship
1: Are you scared to be in a Relationship
0: I'm scared to be in the wrong relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm scared to be in a relationship where either I or the other person gets bored. Bored. Yeah.
1: I don't think I've ever had that thought.
0: It's happened to me. I've been on both sides of that. That's why.
1: Where you've been bored.
0: And they've been bored.
1: I've been perplexed.
0: <laughs> all right, we might be using different words to say the same thing,
1: but right. no, 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 no. And I, ch- I use that word perplexed because when you're bored, you stop thinking about the problem. Mm-hmm. Right when um, <laughs> when you when you're bored and you're just twiddling your thumbs, there the world is going on around you. Right. You're just like enthralled in the fact that I'm not a part of this So I'm just I need to figure out where my What my entry point is To plug myself into something that Catches my attention I have been I have been Pretty much at the point of Anxiety Almost As to What is not making sense here I've never been bored, but I also have only claimed <laughs> two Two people have the title of exes. And okay. one of them, Statues of Limitations. So it's about to come up yeah. at the end of this year. I'm back to down to only one ex. <laughs> well,
0: so when I say I... I was bored Kelby, it was like there was no problem that I could put oh. my finger on to be like that we need to fix this and things will be alright. It just I was it just I was it fizzled feeling, out. Like yeah, the relationship exactly. the, the spark. Yeah, like it just didn't feel like connected anymore and not because I could, she, she was doing something wrong or we weren't having fun together I didn't enjoy spending time with her all that kind of stuff it was just that like it was just like whether she was there or not there it didn't matter
1: you ever think like what if I tried to fi- fix that
0: yeah I desperate uh, many opportunities many times I've desperately tried to but mm. I, if you can't figure out what the problem was how could you fix it
1: well, you just said that there was no problem.
0: Exactly. That's what oh, I'm trying so to say. So you couldn't identify the problem. I couldn't identify a but problem to one. fix. Clearly, or, or, so here's the thing. I don't know if it was a problem in the sense... It depends on what your belief structure is. So I personally believe things happen for a reason. And I probably wasn't supposed to be with that person. Mm. But we were both good people... I didn't want to hurt her, she didn't want to hurt me, and at the end of the day it just we like we were trying to force a square peg into a round hole. Eventually it was not gonna work out. And we just didn't realize it for whatever reason. And then it just ran its toll or I guess.
1: What's great is that you didn't have a kid to try and fix it.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't have a kid unless I was married.
1: Relationships are so complex and they're so also very annoying because parts of me, I'm not saying I do this, okay, but parts of me wants to figure out how how to ruin ruin it before it happens and then if it doesn't happen, it's like, oh, great.
0: You want to put it through a, a severe stress test,
1: something like that. Now I've never done that before,
0: right? Lies, but okay. okay. No, no,
1: no. I've never, I've never done that okay, before. Sure, N- not it, it, consciously, <laughs> not consciously, right? But
0: not that you'd claim.
1: No, if I did, I would claim it. Okay. Here, here's what I mean. Like, you know, people who say, "I'm too honest." Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as too honest. It's just honest (laughs) Yeah I think you're either honest And your delivery is awful Uh Or you're a liar But you're real sweet So Let's say I've had Let's say I had a past right Let's say I had a past Let's say I was like I've like Been through Like my body count was insane right Let's just say that And then I say it to a new woman I'm seeing but I say it a certain kind of way to see what she's gonna say. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I've never done that, but sometimes I think about that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now that could be toxic.
0: Yeah, and I don't think that naturally shows you what could be what what could be good for you or not. Because I yeah think because. If you like value is You're willing to uh, Accept certain things If the thing If you find value in that Right exactly So maybe on it on a Maybe if you put that information out there Before they see who you are today Mm -hmm. Just that information on its own Isn't appealing And then that, that That takes away from Them being able to see who you are now
1: Okay, I got it. I, I I figure out what I'm trying to say. Okay. I think you try to... Damn, I lost it. I think you try to... I, I, I have thought about... Again, I've never done this, but because I've seen a trend in dating where things always end up kind of situationally instead of intentionally, uh-huh. I've often thought about, well, what if I attempt a different entry point in the sabotage realm and then if she leaves I'm already like whew okay. Does right. that make sense? Like you it anticipate does. you anticipate the fumble. Yeah but and then when it fumbles you're like you're kind of excited. It's like once it's like when you call someone and then it goes to voicemail. You're like, oh I I'm glad they didn't pick up.
0: Yeah, but you're you're going into a relationship already feeling like it's gonna fail. Yes, but
1: parts of you, this is probably why some people need therapy. Parts of you kind of want it to fail.
0: But then why do it in the first place?
1: (sighs) Jaded, trauma.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That person isn't ready for a relationship. There's a lot of people out there. You're right. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of people out there that are like that, that aren't ready to be in a healthy relationship for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. For whether they're still trying to fill a void, still not over... Uh, past situations past trauma haven't developed them uh in a way to be able to be like some people aren't willing to compromise they just feel like hey you have to adapt to me i'm not going to adapt to anybody to me i think there's a certain level of adapt. like obviously it can be extreme but there is a certain 80 20 my dad always used to tell me find somebody that's 80 percent everything that you want but you have to accept the 20% that isn't there because you're never going to find somebody that's 100% everything that you want, right? Mm -hmm. So there's some people that don't believe that, right? They want something that's exactly what they want. If it's not that, I'm not willing to give in anything more than the 100% that I'm looking for. But to go back to your point, actually this happened to me um, previously. There was this girl who was cool she was attractive we had great chemistry together and the whole like too honest thing she told me so much stuff on like a first date that got me to not want to have a second date with her Damn. and um and we did like well i, I tell you back. we did have a second date, but in the span of those two dates she gave me so much information that made me feel like I didn't want to pursue anything with sensory her. overload. And it's just like she gave too much too much stuff before I had the time to understand her point of view. Hmm. And what I mean so like what 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 it was was like on the first day she told me she gives her number out to every any guy that asks for it.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: And then she was like I just don't feel like I want to get verbally abused by somebody if I tell them no. Um, And, and, but I block their number if I don't want to talk to them. And then I was like, why don't you just give a fake number? She's like, they'll call it right in front of me and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like every single person. I'm like, all right, that was one. So that was just like a thing in it. And then like a a couple of days later, she texts me. She's like, do you have a girlfriend? And Mm -hmm. I was like, I, yeah. And I was like, no I told you what 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 I'm looking for like I'm looking to be in a relationship why would I have a girlfriend she she was like somebody texted some girl texted me uh in the morning telling me like why are you texting my boyfriend good morning and all this kind of stuff so in my head I'm like you're talking to the, a type so. of caliber of person that's like you're not on the same level as, like all of that and then like um and then mm-hmm. I told her I was like look I don't really see us moving past just like the dating phase so i don't want to waste your time you know i think we should just probably go our separate ways and then she's like she's like okay i understand thank you for not leading me on and then she came back like in another conversation she's like could you just tell me why you felt that way cuz i thought you know i thought we were you know things were going real well and i laid this out for her and then she tried to explain it to me like why she did what she did and i was just like i'm like yeah that you know all of that stuff makes sense but for me I just can't go back in my head like I've already processed it like this so I don't know maybe that's a flaw in me but I just I do feel like sometimes you can be too honest if you're giving like before somebody could handle it you're giving all that information and maybe that goes back to yourself, this sabotage thing. Like, throw everything out there, and if they stick around, cool. If they don't, then maybe it wasn't for you. Maybe we saved a lot of time, and I saved, uh, she saved a lot of energy wasting time with me because eventually it would have come to a point where I wouldn't agree with choices that she made or lifestyles or whatever.
1: Um. The, the why are you texting my boyfriend part, right? Mm-hmm. She's obviously texting many men.
0: Is that what you're saying? That's what I would assume from that. Oh, okay. okay her all right, all right, her okay. thing was like... She, her thing was like... My friend had a, a, changed her number and she was just playing a prank on me. Wow. And you're the only guy that I was really texting. So that's why I thought it was you. I was like, all right.
1: Um, <laughs> okay. She's weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... Now that I've thought about it more, self-sabotage, I think... This is a good subject. <laughs> I think it happens because... Because there's different voices in your head. And you might be able to... Um, uh, you might be able to see my perspective. So I have a cousin who has very similar parents to mine. Mm-hmm. The only... Differences. they're a different religion but they take their religion very seriously as well
0: okay like your parents take yours
1: exactly and so she has managed to take her parents voices out of her head and say listen i'm gonna do whatever i want and whether or not you guys agree with it i don't care i'm gonna continue Can you tell them this story when we come back? Okay, so I'm back. Uh, So this cousin of mine, she's younger than me, and she's like a little bit of my hero because I've done a lot of backstepping from something that I legitimately like because I know that piece of the puzzle doesn't fit with this picture. Meaning your parents. Parents 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 religion and then some more parents. <laughs> and that has been something that has really dominated my life. To where there was a there were there there are more years that I thought nothing would work seriously than there are years that I said I would love to live a bountiful meaningful life with someone. And I actually don't know how to get away. Even though I don't live with them, they don't live near me. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they want affects me heavily. So there are some. There has been. It hasn't been like the example. It hasn't been the example that I gave. That I was like, oh, I got ninety-five bodies. Like I don't. But there has been certain. Levels of self-sabotage That I'm like I might as well put the fire on this So that it burns But at least I burned it And not the other way around
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean You and me have similar upbringings like that Where uh, clearly there's a pressure That our cultures and our families put on us When it comes to dating That can feel like a 300 pound weight on your shoulders when it comes to dating. Cause it's like, I don't even want to try to like you because there's going to get a point where we have to have this conversation with my parents and Mm -hmm. I don't know, I don't want to put you through that. And I I don't even know if I want to have that conversation. You know what I mean? And I've gotten to a point where now, like I've had the conversation with my parents and I made the choice for myself that like, I can't keep living for your guys' validation And it has made it a lot easier for me to date and a lot easier for me to make choices and decisions in my life. Because at the end of the day, whether my parents are happy or not, uh, it makes no sense for my parents to be happy but me to be miserable. Because at the end of the day, it's day after day, I'm living through the situation. Whereas even if there's a little uncomfort with them, the amount of time and the amount of, uh, I guess, legitimate like uh interaction that they have in my day-to-day life isn't big enough to warrant me making these huge life changes for something that will only come up on holidays or certain days you know what i mean so that's kind of the mentality that i've understood and like i said it could be age it could be i haven't lived at home for decades at this time it just uh is what it is at that point for me so maybe I'm more similar to your cousin at this point.
1: Have you told your parents that? Yeah.
0: What did they what was their response? Did they take it seriously? Yeah, I think so. Um I mean it came on the heels of like a very tough conversation that they were having with me and uh and then that kind of helped me make my choice and then something else came up where they were criticizing me for something and that's when I was like, look, you know, I can't continue to for my mental health this i think this is what i said for my mental health it doesn't make sense for me to continue to try to look for your guys' validation in the choices that i make because at the end of the day all i hear is criticisms i never hear anything positive so at the end of the day like you guys are you guys have a vision of me a view of me of who you think i am as a person i don't agree with it but i also don't want to spend the rest of my life trying to disprove you guys as wrong so you guys could view me however way you view me i love you and i will always you know do the things do what i think is right by you guys but needing your guys' validation for me to make choices and decisions in my life isn't something that i need anymore
1: all that to date white women i mean black <laughs> i feel like i've said that to parent and it was like okay buddy
0: good luck yeah well they still have a hold on you yeah for sure um which is a good thing it's not only a negative that that hold is y- it is a negative okay. <laughs> it, it, it's a negative okay
1: because it removes a lot of what could be meaningful sure and um, but that's it, not it, them. That's you. Y- yeah. 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 Exactly. And it, and and it's like, but I, I I always ask myself like why. I don't see my <laughs> I don't see my parents right. You know. So it's like why, what about satisfying what you think is supposed to be done. Is why is what makes me think that's right. Yeah. You know what? What? What about that is law?
0: Because it's thirty years of believing that, and you've never tried. To I, not think, believe I think. I think it's
1: actually twenty years of believing that, and ten, eleven years of questioning that.
0: Sure, but the questioning has never. Okay, so the, but in questioning it, you've never made the choice to try it a different way, and like legitimately,
1: um, you've so, tried it, but yeah, internally.
0: Yeah, yeah where you're just like this is what I'm going to do.
1: So this year was a, a an interesting year because something surprising happened. And I dated somebody who was it's funny. 80% what they wanted mm-hmm. and 20% what they didn't want. But that 20% was like 60%
0: <laughs> for them
1: as far as the the way they valued the, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was like so, like everything aligned except for these little things. Uh-huh. And normally I would just kind of hide that, uh-huh. hide the whole relationship and just if they ever ask, nope. But I decided to tell them this year and their response was very different than I expected it to be. It yes, at first it was harsh, harsh, but then it was soft, and it was welcoming,
0: mm.
1: and then it was harsh again. Oh. <laughs> 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 this roller coaster is crazy. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but I never expected the welcoming part. Okay, and it makes me think of. Uh, members of my family who are like, you know, the black, the black sheep Mm -hmm. who like, I don't know, had a baby out of marriage, out of wedlock or whatever. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to talk about anybody in my family, but certain actions were taken Mm -hmm. and people who are older than me (laughs) still kind of have the same experience. Because there are members who, let, let's just use the baby out of wedlock thing. Mm-hmm. Some people who are just like, I'm going to have this baby. And parents are like, you're going to get married to that person and go live a life. And they're like, no. And they're like, 35. And their parents are like, we are your parents. We're telling you. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no. And then there's others where they're like near 40. And their parents are like, you're going to get married and go live a life with this person and raise a child. And they said, okay. So I was so I'm like, damn, they got all of us. <laughs> well I
0: think I think it's a it's a very tough thing, like that only people that are raised in that type of environment can mm-hmm. understand. And yeah. uh Yeah, I mean I, I know a thousand percent what you're talking about. Unfortunately in my family I am the black sheep. <laughs> so maybe there's a then different Then you
1: should have liked Coming to America too <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, But yeah So I think sometimes I think there's I think there's sometimes Like for me When I just accepted That that's the way They'll always see me There was like A certain freedom in that Yeah And I think maybe You haven't gotten to that point I'm not free So there's a little There's still that pressure Because you can give them What they quote unquote want Regardless of if it's What you want or not And I think at a certain point It's just about making the choice And like It's easy for people To just be like That don't understand it To look at it and be like Kelby you should What why Like what does it matter Do whatever makes you happy And all this kind of stuff When they don't realize that There's a part of you That making them happy Does make you happy or mm. at least a, a point a part of a part like i'm sure in an ideal world the woman that you fall in love with is exactly the type of woman that they want because that would make it the easiest for that, you, right? Yeah, right 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 because right. there there's importance to you to um that they approve that approval has value to you mm. and i think it's easy for people especially like we've gone in previous episodes about the type of stuff that you know, your dad and mom look for more your dad than your mom. But mm-hmm. to many people, it would be extremely unreasonable mm-hmm. because it's a very, like, maybe 0.5% of the yeah. population that would fit. 005 Yeah. So, but I understand the thought process of you still struggling with that because it's a, it's a big leap. For me, too, it was a big leap to come to that understanding. Like, I was... Pushed to the edge and strong On that edge for so long the questioning That you talked about mm-hmm. I, I was Questioning that too and it, it wasn't Until it was finally like I just Jumped off the cliff and said dad I Don't care if she's black I love her <laughs> <clears throat> And realized That the fall wasn't as hard as I thought it was Well to finish off I'm
1: glad You said that because to finish off the thought about The, the family members that just Like did what they wanted to do mm-hmm. Let's say there was a Baby out of wedlock Yes, there is a year of, I don't approve of this. I don't like this. I'm not a fan of this. But then there's like a lifetime of, but we love you. And you're our kid. And your kid is welcome in this family. Right. Which is nice to see. Because I'm going to be a dad. Someday oh.
0: <laughs> We thought we had breaking news
1: <laughs> Maybe <laughs> And um, How I decide to do it Of course I, I Like my personal goal is to have a baby after marriage mm-hmm. But You know Your behaviors Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean I guess like you know, obviously, you're you're dating now. Have you been open to dating people that clearly don't meet the expectations of what your parents are looking for? Well, right, right, right now is a is a is a
1: complex time in my dating life mm-hmm. because I I, I can't. Um, i can't I can't figure a lot of things out, yes, there's food on the table, but why am I not eating? Am I hungry? Yes, why am I not eating? I can't quite piece that together. Maybe I just want dessert first. I don't know,
0: or maybe uh you haven't quite figured out what meal you want, yeah. And uh, or, or maybe yeah. Well, what I'm saying is like I'm sure like we can't just solely put it on your parents, right? They're, I'm sure like a hundred like a hundred percent of they want is a big chunk of what you would be looking for too. Yeah. Like there's certain things that you would maybe be open to that they're not open to, but if you a a, a woman that's a hundred percent what they want is probably eighty percent of what you want. And maybe there's that twenty percent that you might be open to that they're not open to, and I'm just putting throwing numbers out there. Mm-hmm. But like, you haven't, you pro- probably haven't found somebody that's a hundred percent what you want yet. And maybe it's an easy excuse to be like, oh well, you know, there's this thing hanging over me that my parents and all that kind of stuff. But in reality, like, I think that if there was a girl that was a hundred percent what you want, I'd fight for it, right? Yeah, I
1: um, I hear you, and I I I I'm not going to disagree with you. I think uh, the parent thing is probably like the tenth thing that's on my mind.
0: Okay, the
1: tenth. I think the first thing is. You know, I think that I'm so good at situations, situationships, that I think I'm trying to reroute my mind. Because the last thing I want to do is hurt somebody, and situationships don't just open a window to pain; mm-hmm. they open up every door in the house. And I've been on the on that side, on that end of like feeling like mm, this was supposed to be sturdy ground in which I stand on, and yet it shakes. So, I I I, I like don't want to hurt anybody.
0: But you're not in control of that.
1: I understand that. I I, I understand. I, I'm like not. I I I can't control who gets traumatized. But I think I think I just need rerouting. Like I think I honestly just need to think. Okay. What steps do I need to take to take this thing to the next level? And and but before I before I do that, why is it that I'm so scared to do it? Or why is it that it's not resonating in me to do so? Like what what's the what's problem? your fear? Yeah. What's what's the problem? Mm-hmm. Um, because. I've never quite been in this position now, I will say this. I've always been a slow mover, like I will ponder on dating somebody for like nine months or a year mm-hmm. before I'm like, OK, let's take this to the next situation, because I'm, I'm like, I need to see what you look like when the toilet's clogged. I need to figure all out right. what you do when the Wi-Fi doesn't work like all that. But this doesn't feel like me doing lab research anymore. It feels like
0: you're just conditioned to, yeah, not connect. Yeah, I've been there, bro. Yeah, I know exactly. It's like messed up in the head. Well, I think that you've had so many years of not being able to connect for because you were like one career you're very career-minded you know like you know you're very focused on what you needed to accomplish ahead of time a portion of it is probably the fact that you've had a low self-esteem about yourself back when you weren't getting the girls that you wanted all that kind of stuff so you admitted that there was you never thought that there was a possibility of it Mm -hmm. that's something that needs to shake and i think at the end of the day like There's a part of you that doesn't want to be hurt. And a lot of the things that maybe you're saying that you don't want to happen to you, you don't want to be that for other people, you're afraid of making yourself vulnerable so that that could happen to you. And I think that that is a barrier that a lot of people um, go through consciously or subconsciously that makes it hard to be in something because... You know, if you look at you know profiles, a lot of women are put on there. I need somebody that's emotionally available. I need somebody that's emotionally available. I need somebody that's emotionally available. Why is that something that's written on every single profile? Because you run into so many people that are not emotionally available, and I, I think that that's just the fear of getting hurt makes you not even open up to the point that anything could work. Have you ever been in a relationship? Where the other person is not is
1: not emotionally available, and you are, mm-hmm. but then it doesn't work, and then almost instantly afterwards, you are now not emotionally available because you poured into this person that was not ready for you, and they shunned you away, so then I guess it, you got your ego got
0: punched in the face, so now it's still on the ground trying to recuperate. I have been in that, but I looked at dating different then. And what I mean by that is I realized that it wasn't about protecting myself it was about getting really good at the skill of getting over things.
1: You've spoken about this before.
0: Yeah, I have. <laughs> and I think people look at it like you're cold and you you don't care and you don't love. But I'm like, no, I just view it in a different way. My job isn't to make it harder to love me or to love somebody else. My job is to understand when things aren't going to work out or, or things are done not to need the closure, not to keep it lingering, not to close off myself and traumatize myself and all that kind of stuff. Just understand that I gave it my 100% and if my 100% isn't good enough to make this work, that doesn't mean that my 100% isn't good enough. It just means my 100% isn't good isn't for this person. And and what and I remember seeing this on Instagram or something where somebody says is you'll never be good enough for the wrong person. Hmm. And I think a lot of people get caught up in feeling like they're not good enough and blaming themselves versus realizing that maybe this just wasn't the right person. so no matter what I do, it's not going to be it's not going to work out, but i I can't make um an, i can't make I can't analyze whether I'm good enough or not based off of somebody that it would have never worked out with in the first place. Do you think that I feel this way because I'm still stuck on the past? I think that how much pushback you had on my conversation about getting over somebody quickly, you still find validation in pain. Like you feel like you can't truly have loved someone unless if it didn't work out that there's some kind of struggle, pain, hurt, all that kind of stuff. And so if you find value in that, you will continue to stay in that, to stay connected to something that you thought was the one. Mm. So moving on and being happy with someone else is you telling yourself that that thing didn't matter.
1: I mean, ultimately, in the grander scheme of things, Those things didn't matter for what I thought they would matter. Mm -hmm. They all matter. They all um, are the bricks in your house that build your house. But... I'll say there are two two incidents where a situationship and a relationship ended where I thought I was going to be really... Shook up. Mm -hmm. Now I woke up and went to work. Yeah. And ate a Snicker bar and went to the gym and it was fine. But then it's the ones that catch you off guard Mm -hmm. where you, it's like there is that one last web that just doesn't
0: want to detach. It's because you still need closure and you need to understand there's no such thing. Mm. closer is just something's done what what? but for some reason and i've been there that's the only reason why i could speak on it is like you want to know why it didn't work out what could i have done better yeah like um you know but what did you mean when you said this and you know like wh- well what could wh- what why didn't you feel like i was like this and all these questions that the reality is that doesn't matter Because at the end of the day, if you have the mindset is you'll never be good enough for the wrong person. If it doesn't work out, that's the wrong person. So getting the answers for why it would have worked out for that person doesn't exist. It's just over. Hold on. Hold on.
1: That kind of makes it seem like issues can never be resolved.
0: No. It's about understanding yourself versus needing to understand external what i mean by that is so the way that i approach relationships right now is i know what's morally right i know what's morally wrong i need to do things with the right intentions on my moral compass and give a hundred percent of myself if it doesn't work out and i completely feel like i've given a hundred percent and tried my best with the right intentions and all that kind of stuff i have nothing to regret i have nothing to uh, I, I have nothing else to give, so if it doesn't work out and and this isn't enough for you, I will never be enough. There's nothing with more. With therapy,
1: with trying to figure out how to make it work, not just quitting, not quitting, like, like giving it your all. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, and and I'm just saying, like, and so when something ends because she doesn't want to be with me, or you know. I don't want to be with her anymore all that kind of stuff I don't feel the guilt or responsibility or the need to stay connected to it any longer than it is just move on to the next one I know that there's more fish in the sea I know that God wants me to have a happy fulfilled life and if that means being with somebody I will be with somebody if it means not then I won't either way I'm okay because you either pray or worry you can't do both
1: I either pray or worry. You can't do both.
0: Because if you worry, then you don't really trust God. What's the point of praying?
1: Don't you pray because you worry?
0: No, you pray because you you pray. I pray. I pray to God to give me certain things in my life, and my job is to be valuable of those things. So if I don't have them, it's because I'm not valuable enough. Why am I worried about that? I need to put in work.
1: I mean, that opens up a whole other conversation. But we don't have the time for that today. But what I will say, I don't pray for things anymore. Mm. I actually just pray for tools. Whatever you throw in my direction, just give me the tools to know how to deal with it. Um.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that's valuable too, like give you the tools. I think those are a lot of what my prayers are too. Give me the wisdom to be deserving of this. Give me the wisdom to, you know, be able to accomplish this. Um, Give me signs as to if I'm doing the right things, wrong things. But what I'm saying is if I'm praying to God and I trust that God is going to give me everything I'm deserving of, if it's not in my life, that means I'm not deserving of it yet. So why worry about it?
1: So you ain't got one ex that you like, man, if I could just.
0: No, not anymore. And this is something very recent. We're talking within the last year, two years that I've started coming to these this understanding. But um, but yeah, like I literally. I literally um, if things don't work out, I'm cool. You won't get sad. I mean, there's obviously sadness, but it's not lingering. It's sadness, and then I put it in perspective, and I'm not sad anymore.
1: We're not talk some more about this. <laughs> at another time. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, give us a like for the algorithm. Leave us a comment just because... And uh, it, it helps us appear more on the YouTube, like, for you page or whatever, and uh, the recommended page. And if you're listening to this, leave us a great review on a audio stream platform. So if you're listening to this on Spotify, Google, um, Apple, leave us a really great review. Say you love this podcast. Give us a five-star review or a ten-star, whatever it is, and just say it's the best podcast you ever listened to. Uh, if you have any thoughts, follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. And... Uh, we're on uh, MOI Moi podcast. And with that being said, that's our episode.